Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. One of my favorite ways to explain executive presence, which seems like an elusive uh, kind of concept, is to actually look at the words themselves, because they actually tell you more than you might realize at first about what executive presence actually is. So today we're going to look at the first of the two words, which is executive. What is an executive anyway, right? If someone asked you, how would you define an executive? Think about how you might answer that or how you might define or explain what an executive is. Take a moment. Now, the word executive comes from the Latin word exequi, which means to carry out. So, in its simplest terms, an executive is someone whose role or job it is to carry out plans, right? If you really think about why you're an executive, it's because you have been given the trust or the assignment to make things happen, right? And it's not a plan in isolation, right? It is the plan of the organization that has given you that position. So it's not just what you want to do, it's what you think needs to be done to accomplish the overall plan of the organization that has assigned you to be an executive, to be in charge of that plan. So when you think about executive presence in those terms, right? An executive is the type of confidence you want to inspire, that you really are an executive. So what does that mean now that we have a better sense of what an executive really is. You can ask your, start to ask yourself some questions. Why would anyone think that I'm going to know what to do in terms of executing this plan? What are the things that would lead them to believe that I am the right choice? Right? So ask yourself that in any situation that requires executive presence. Ask yourself, what are things that may go against that, that may uh, work against your executive presence? And are there things that you are doing that sort of undercut or self-sabotage yourself? Stop doing them, right? Because that works against your executive presence. So this concept is so important. Executive presence should not be confused with competence, merit, or even the ability to get the job done. It's, it's a really subtle but important nuance. Executive presence is just, and I say just not to minimize it, but I mean to specify, it is just about whether people believe that you are the right person to lead, right? So if you can generate that belief, if you can inspire that confidence, you will have executive presence. Doesn't mean you're going to do a good job. Doesn't mean you're always going to be right. Doesn't even mean you know what you're doing or are the best person for the job. It just means you've accomplished generating executive presence, which in and of itself is can be a positive thing and can help you 
accomplish the thing that you're trying to accomplish because it's much harder to accomplish anything if people don't believe they should follow you, right? Imagine trying to accomplish any sort of complicated or difficult task if people aren't quite sure whether they should follow you or really they should have followed Tony or Patricia, right? Well, thanks so much again for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. I'd love to hear from you on Anchor FM, either the app or the website. You can record a message and leave your thoughts or questions on Executive Presence. I'd love to hear from you, and if we can, we'll include your message on a future show. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fancy word alert, today we're going to talk about equanimity, which is just a really fancy way of saying cool under pressure. And for a fun illustrative example of equanimity, we're going to go again to one of my favorite movies, The Princess Bride. There's this scene where Wesley is still recovering from being dead. Miracle Max has brought him back to life, but he's still very weak. And as he's laying there, uh, down on a bed, and he's just saved the love of his life. He's too weak to get up when Prince Humperdinck, who's his nemesis, discovers him, busts into the room and says, to the death. Now, for most people, this would be a very, very bad situation, and you'd be forgiven if you would freak out, right? You, you, you thought you finally was reunited and rescued your true love, and now you're about to be killed because you're too weak to even stand up. But no, what does Wesley do? He practices equanimity, and he doesn't lose his focus or his calm, and instead he very, very cleverly stalls the prince by saying, to the pain, right? And then the prince says, I'm not really familiar with that phrase, to which Wesley responds with one of my favorite lines from the whole book and movie. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. And then he proceeds to insult him and tell him all these horrible things that he's going to do to him and just totally delays and freaks out the prince. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel. So.